Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Hello and welcome back, Awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you be smart, strong, and social. We are in your earbuds every single week with all the awesome that you need to know. And you can also find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or over on Facebook in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group. This is episode 160 of Sorta Awesome. And speaking of the Sorta Awesome Hangout, I want to give a big happy hello to all of you members of our Sorta Awesome Hangout group. If you haven't joined us over there yet, Maybe it's because you've been in some Facebook groups that turned out to be not so awesome. Or maybe you're one of those people who just kind of gave up on Facebook altogether, which is understandable. (laughs) If you have been skeptical, though, about joining our Facebook community, I just want to invite you to come over, check us out for a few weeks and see why we are always bragging on our Hangout group. In there, we give each other advice. We give each other high fives and pep talks and Sometimes we're just there to give you a big hug when you need it, when life gets a little tough, a little not awesome. The Hangout group really is so supportive and so helpful. And I feel like we can never really say that enough. So if you are already part of the Hangout group, give yourself a big squeeze from all of us right now. And if you have not joined us over there, don't forget that you can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash sort of awesome hangout. All right, so here we are at episode 160 of Sorta Awesome, and you guys, I am so excited about this week's episode. It is the year of the awesome here at Sorta Awesome, and this year we have covered all kinds of topics on the show about how we can be awesome to the world around us. Sometimes being awesome to the world around us starts with being awesome to ourselves, and for many of us, one way to be good to ourselves is to begin by building a wardrobe and exploring our own sense of personal style and how we put together our clothes and our outfits, how it makes us feel good about ourselves. So you guys are going to love meeting today's guest, who is an awesome herself, Allison Lombatis of Get Your Pretty On. Allison's the founder of Get Your Pretty On. It is a website devoted to helping women feel stylish and confident in their daily Outfits. Get Your Pretty On was started by chronicling her own style journey out of her yoga pants rut. I'm sure a few of us could relate. 
And she shared what she learned all along the way. And Allison's goal is to make getting dressed the easiest thing you do all day. Allison, hello and welcome to Sorta Awesome. Hi, Meg. I am honestly thrilled to be here. We are so happy to have you. I feel like this is perfect timing because, of course, if you've been in the mall or a retail store lately, everybody's bringing out that fall merchandise. So I know lots of us are like, okay, now what? (laughs) (laughs) So I think this will be perfect timing to have you on this week as we are kind of really winding down summer. Although I know, Allison, down in Texas, it's the same in Oklahoma. It's not quite fall weather (laughs) yet. We haven't gotten our sweaters out of the closet here. I'm sure you haven't either. No, we haven't. I like to joke and say this is the time of the year when we want to take all of our tank tops, shorts and flip flops and put them in a big pile in the backyard and start a bonfire. Except <laughs> yes. it's way too hot <laughs> for yes. a bonfire right now. So yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. But so for all of us who are kind of starting to think ahead, eventually the cool weather will come and we're going to walk you through how you can look your best going into the fall and even on into winter this year. Allison's going to explain to us really the fundamentals of how building like a capsule style wardrobe works, her whole approach to getting dressed and how to make it really truly an easy choice every day. Whether if you've been doing capsule style wardrobes for a long time or if the whole idea has always felt overwhelming to you, Wherever you are on that spectrum, I know you are going to get something out of today's show and you're going to want to stay tuned until the end because Allison has brought a special gift for all of the awesome. So do not miss out on that. So we are going to get to all of that fun talk here in just a little bit. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. That moment in the show when we share with you about the books, the movies, the TV shows, the podcasts, whatever it is that's making our lives a little bit more awesome. Right now, Allison, I'm so curious if you have already checked out what my awesome of the week is because it is having a moment in pop culture right now. It's a movie on Netflix, a Netflix original called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Have you seen this one? I have not seen this one yet. I've heard some buzz around it, though, and I think my daughter loved it. So I'm curious to hear what you have to say. (laughs) Okay. So To All the Boys I've Loved Before is a Netflix original. Netflix does, of course, if you have Netflix, you know, they do lots of their own original programming. Sometimes it might be a series. Sometimes they do movies. I'm going to be 100% honest, although there certainly have been some Netflix originals that I've super loved. I feel like it's kind of been misses more than hits lately for me anyway. So I was a little bit skeptical when I started seeing the previews of this new Netflix original movie to all the boys I've loved before. I was like, eh, I don't know. I knew that title because it is a book, 2014 book, actually, by Jenny Han, who is an author who writes lots of sort of like YA kind of rom-com style books. And I was just so curious how they handled turning it into a movie. And you guys, I'm here to tell you, it is awesome. And it is completely darling. I was so happily surprised. And like I said, it is having a moment. I'm seeing articles on like BuzzFeed and Bustle and all kinds of places around the internet, people talking about it. It's so cute. And also, I think it is a good one that you could even watch with a tween or teenage girl in your life. So I'm not surprised at all that your daughter loved it, Allison. Yes, she wants me to watch this one with her. So I'm going to have to check it out now. (laughs) Yes, you will enjoy it. I do think it's something that moms could watch with their daughters. I'll set up the story a little bit first. And then talk about appropriateness and age level and all of that, because a lot of people have asked me about it because I've already been talking about it on social media. 
So the concept for the movie, it's about our lovely protagonist, Lara Jean Covey, who has crushes on boys and has secretly written them actual love letters. I mean, real handwritten letters that she's put them in envelopes and addressed them and everything, but she just kept them in her room. And so the sort of starting point of the movie is that her older sister goes off to college. Her younger sister, unbeknownst to Lara Jean, takes it upon herself to actually mail those letters. (laughs) (laughs) And so the story kind of unfolds from there, what happens next and how one of those letters that was never meant to be sent ended up leading her to find teenage true love with one of those boys. And it's so super cute. There's a lot of things. Not only does it really kind of play on the romance part of it, but there's some really great stuff in there about sisters, sisterhood, friendship, parent dynamics. Lara Jean's mother had passed away when she was very little. So kind of that thing of navigating growing up in your teenage years without having a mom in the picture. There's a lot of really great family dynamic stuff as well as the romance part of the story. So it's really cute. And one thing I loved about it, you can tell that the approach to the movie is really inspired by like John Hughes movies. So Allison, more like maybe oh, from gosh. our... Yeah, <laughs> my favorites. <laughs> yes, exactly. So 16 Candles actually plays in heavily in the movie and Pretty in Pink. It's a really wonderful like nod to the John Hughes era of teen movies. So I super love that. And I also think they did a really good job of interweaving, it feels kind of quaint in some ways, because again, Lara Jean has handwritten these letters. The idea of writing love notes, actual on notebook paper love notes back and forth is a big part of the plot. So it kind of, I was like, oh, I remember those days, but it's modern too, because there's, there's texting and there's social media and there's Instagram. So it's a really great blend of the two worlds, I think. So several people have asked me like, do you think it's okay? Like what level of teenage you know, audience are we talking about here? I will say, I think it's pretty tame, all things considered in our culture right now. There are a few moments with cuss words. There's a, you know, a little bit of frank discussion about sex. And so you're going to have that come in with some teenage dating stuff. But all in all, I'd say it's a solid PG-13. So if you're okay with your kiddos, whatever age range they are seeing PG-13, I think it would be totally appropriate. So anyway, that's on Netflix to all the boys I've loved before. So. Allison, I'm super curious what you brought for us this week for Awesome of the Week. Okay, so I totally geek out on personality typing. Uh (laughs) Yes, welcome to my world. (laughs) Yes, I am an INFJ, by the way. Oh, perfect. I love it. You're an ENFP. That's right. Yes, we are highly compatible. Highly. Interesting. So I have been reading a book on the Enneagram. It is called The Road Back to You and Anywhere yes. Journey to Self-Discovery. Have you read this one? I have. It's okay. excellent. Yes, I can't put it down. I've been taking my Kindle everywhere that I go. And I'm forcing my whole family to do their typing and text it to me, my two older kids that are in college and my 14-year-old that's still at home. And of course, my husband mm-hmm. sharing all the insights that I'm learning. I don't think they're as uh, excited. <laughs> <laughs> they're just kind of humoring you maybe at this point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they know me. I had them do their Myers-Briggs a few months back. Actually, it was last year at Thanksgiving. It was a family activity. We had a big Thanksgiving dinner and our whole extended family was here and I made everybody do their personality oh typing. Gosh, that's so amazing. it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. That is what I'm geeking out on right now. I'm absolutely loving the personal stories shared in the book and 
how our childhoods really shape our personality types. And it's absolutely fascinating. It really is. That one I happen to know because I have that one as well. It's written by Ian Cron and Suzanne Stabile. They had a limited run podcast that went along with the book's release as well. So if you are like Allison and myself, and you're totally into all things personality, I really feel like truly, I'm curious, Allison, is that your first Enneagram book that you've picked up? It is not. Okay. But it's the first I have explored it in probably five years. So okay. I like certain aspects of the Enneagram. I love the Myers-Briggs, but I think that this brings a different level of self-awareness into it. Yes. So I was ready to sort of dig in a little bit deeper this time. Yes, totally. I love that one. I feel like it is a great introduction. If you've not looked into Enneagram, there are certainly Enneagram style quizzes that you can take on the internet if you just kind of want to get a baseline. But I feel like the authors do a super job in The Road Back to You. These are the basics of this type. And this is what it's like to live with this type. And this is what it's like to live as this type. So I think it's a great starter book. If you are hearing people talk about Enneagram everywhere you look and you're like, well, I don't know where to start. So Allison, I'm so curious now what number you are. I am a five. Are you really? I am. Yes. But you know what? I think I'm equal parts one, if that's possible. Okay. Yeah. But I definitely relate to both. So five is the observer. And one is a perfectionist, which I don't relate with a lot of things with the perfectionist, but I definitely see some of that as well. Yeah. No, I totally get that too, because I am married to a five and that is definitely where he lives, but he certainly kind of depends on what he's working on or what his interest level is, but he can be, you know, a little perfectionistic about things that like really matter to him. So yes, yes. Yeah, I get that. I have to ask what you are. I'm a nine. I'm the peacemaker type. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And so we have had, in fact, actually yesterday, he and I were just talking through some of this stuff because I have really come across, in fact, we have a sort of awesome Enneagram spinoff group. You know, I lots of spinoff groups from the main sort of awesome hangout. In the Enneagram group, we were talking about how often nines and fives pair up either in marriage or in friendship. So anyway, he and I were just kind of talking through some of the different dynamics there. So it's a constant, and I'm sure that's no surprise to anyone. (laughs) Every single Friday, you guys know that we open up the floor for you all, the awesome community to share with us what is awesome in your life right now. And so we are now doing that over on Instagram. I've been telling you all about this for a few weeks. You can find us over on Instagram at Sort of Awesome Show. And every Friday, we ask you all to share your awesome of the week over there. Or you can join us, like I said, at the top of the show in our hangout group where we have our awesome of the week thread. And I have learned so many awesome things about the world in the awesome of the week thread in the hangout group. So again, if you haven't joined us over there, that's facebook.com slash group slash Sort of Awesome Hangout. Okay, awesomes, let's say you are looking for the very best bath, body, and skincare that also happens to be all natural. You really want it to be paraben-free and cruelty-free, and you want it to smell great. Sounds like a tall order, but as always, we have the inside scoop on where you need to go to find all of that and more. It's from Knipe. Knipe is the plant-based solution to self-care. All of Knipe's products are processed gently and they're tested comprehensively to make sure they're not only effective, but also so great for your skin. My family 
loves our stuff from Knipe. Some of our favorite things from Knipe include the mineral bath salts, which are so fun and turn the bath water blue, which the twins super love. And all of us, every single one of us love their shower foams. They get you so nice and clean. They're perfect for shaving with, and they smell amazing. And the smell is not just while you're in the shower. It leaves you smelling great all day long. Knipe has even been awarded the green brand seal for the third time. This award goes to brands that use environmentally sound practices through production and are strongly committed to preservation and sustainability. I really and truly want you to check out everything that Knipe has to offer. So for 15% off of your first order, go to knipe.com. That's K-N-E-I-P-P.com. You have to use promo code AWESOME at checkout to get that 15% off. So 15% off your first order, go to knipe.com. Again, it's K-N-E-I-P-P.com. N-E-I-P-P.com. Use promo code AWESOME at checkout. Awesomes, you know that here at Sorta Awesome, we are on a mission to help you and encourage you to slow down and take care of yourselves, to be more present and more mindful in your day-to-day life. That all just got a whole lot easier with Simple Habit. Simple Habit is a five-minute meditation app designed to help busy people to stress less, achieve more, and live better through a series of guided programs. Simple Habit only takes five minutes a day. Not only is it going to bring those stress levels down, it also improves focus. It improves your sleep. You can relax more quickly. You can breathe easier and so much more. Simple Habit has meditation guides for specific lifestyles or symptoms designed by the world's best teachers that range from mindfulness experts at Google to former monks. On Simple Habit, you can browse over 1,000 different topics, create customized playlists, and set daily reminders so you can live at ease. Simple Habit makes it easy to keep track of your daily streak of how many mindful minutes you had in the past month right in the app or online. So if this sounds like the kind of awesome you need in your life, you can get a free seven-day trial to the premium library at Simple Habit by visiting simplehabit.com slash awesome. Again, that's a free seven-day trial to the premium library at Simple Habit when you go to simplehabit.com slash awesome. All right, Allison. I am so excited to talk about all of this. I know that we're really you know, seasonally, we're thinking about getting into our fall wardrobes and our fall clothing and what's trending right now and how do we wear that and all of these different things. But before we get there, I am so curious about kind of just the story behind Get Your Pretty On. Where was the inspiration for this? How did you move it from like, you know what I could do to being a full-fledged business now? I would love for you to just kind of walk us through how did this come into being? Well, yes. I call this my accidental business because honestly, like most great ideas, this one was born out of my own frustration with trying to find resources at a point in my life and not being able to find them. So my story is I had started working from home back in my corporate America days, and it was a total blessing. I got to be home with my kids and I got to stay in my PJs all day. (laughs) There's a flip side to that. So, you know, after a few months of enjoying that freedom and flexibility, I noticed some things that weren't quite the way they used to be. So I started just kind of like losing my motivation for getting ready on a daily basis. And it just kind of started affecting other things too, like my confidence levels and things like the house wasn't as clean as it used to be. I wasn't really cooking healthy meals anymore. 
And it was so weird how this snowball effect started. And I really couldn't pinpoint anything other than the fact that I had started working from home. So I think that, you know, just losing that structure of having the nine to five and getting up in the morning and having to get ready and having work be my accountability partner for getting dressed on a daily basis was really what was causing all of this to happen. So one day I sat down and said, okay, I'm going to do something different tomorrow. I'm going to actually sit down and make a schedule. And in the morning, I'm going to get up. Yes. And I'm going to actually do yoga. Yes. (laughs) And justify the yoga pants. And get a shower, fix my hair, put on a little bit of makeup and get dressed in a real outfit. The only problem was I had no real outfits. The corporate past life hanging in the closet and a whole drawer yoga pants. So what's a girl to do? I take to the internet like any woman does, right? And this was in 2012. So at the time, Pinterest was just kind of getting its start. There weren't a lot of resources out there. The blogs that I did find that were fashion blogs were more haute couture, high heels, lots of accessories, things that just did not apply to my daily life. And I just wanted a cute outfit to put on and go to Target, you know? So I decided to start a blog and I thought, okay, I'm just going to chronicle this journey. This blog will be my accountability partner. I will post my outfits. I will post what I'm learning on a daily basis. And even if nobody ever reads this, at least it's something for me as a creative outlet. It's something that I'm excited about. You know, I was excited about style again and learning to reinvent my wardrobe and rebuild it. And that's really how Get Your Pretty On got its start. And the crazy thing is that it grew organically over the next year because there were a lot of women out there that were in the same situation. They were either stay-at-home moms, work-from-home moms, and weren't really feeling connected to the blogs that were on the scene at that point in time. So it was striking a chord with them. And I felt like we were kind of all learning together and they were on this Get Your Pretty On journey with me. So... That's really the beginnings of the blog and how the first year and a half of blogging went for me. That makes so much sense. I remember very well that era in time, especially with trying to find fashion or style advice, it did seem like a lot of it was either geared towards women who are in, like you said, in corporate America, who were going to an office every day, or on the other end of the spectrum, it was like really super cute, but like college age maybe fresh out of college, very, you know, what girls who are wearing or young women wearing a lot of the trends. But then there was this whole segment of us in the middle that were like, I don't fit any of the, I don't check any of those boxes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. It's so true. Yeah. Well, that was, I'm sure, perfect timing because that was a great time to start sharing your own journey. And then I love how it just attracted other women who, like you said, were on the same journey of just trying to find a way to look nice and presentable, something beyond the yoga pants, whether they're having a play date with friends or like you said, running errands, doing that target run or whatever. So yeah, I can see how that was perfect timing for that to all come together. I know that one of your driving missions behind Get Your Pretty On is to make getting dressed be easy, make it one of the easiest things you do as you start each day. Tell me how that philosophy and that mission really kind of where you started from with that and like how that has grown as Get Your Pretty On has grown. So I am a big believer in outfit formulas. (laughs) Yes. I believe in having a mom uniform. I know that sounds crazy. No, it does not. It's like brilliance is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) It just makes life so much easier. And having these uniforms that you can, you know, go to outfits that you can walk into your closet on a daily basis. And that's one less thing to worry about. You know, I want to make getting dressed the easiest thing you do all day. So having the right pieces in the closet and knowing how to put those together is really the key to that. So really, you know, we 
built an entire program called the Get Your Pretty on Style Challenge around this concept. And I give women a shopping list to go out and buy pieces that will create outfits. You know, I don't believe in just shopping for clothes. I think you should be shopping for outfits. And everything Mm. that you buy should be able to be paired up in at least four to five different ways when you bring it home. And when you're doing that, you know, you don't go out into the store and just get overwhelmed by everything that you see. It keeps you focused on this is what I need. It's budget friendly because you're taking that list and you're checking off anything that you already have in your closet. So you're not going out and buying. I have a story to tell you. I at one point had probably 10 of the same striped shirt in my closet. because <laughs> I would just go out and see striped shirts and say, yeah, that's really cute. I wonder if I have one of those and bring it home. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Nine of those. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm laughing so hard right now because I am at this moment wearing a striped t-shirt. <laughs> well, I love way. stripes. A peek into my closet. You will see a lot of stripes. So yes, I totally. I actually totally get that. In all fairness, it is one of the best closet staples. So you are. Oh, good. Yay. (laughs) You're right on the money with that. So awesome. And so you do, because you, of the way you put together these sort of checklists, it is really helping people build Mm -hmm. a more, like you said, a capsule approach. The way I understand it, because like you said, you're not buying individual pieces that only can go together. You're looking for pieces that can work with sort of the bigger picture of what you have going on for your capsule for that, whatever that season that is. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm all about simple solutions. I love meal planning and I look at this as sort of the same thing. As long as you know what ingredients to go out and get and you know how to put them together, outfits are kind of the same way. You just have your pantry, your closet stocked with the right ingredients, your clothes, and then it's easy to throw together simple outfits once you have all of those pieces in place. That's a great analogy. I don't know if I've ever even heard that combination of like ideas, but yeah, that's exactly right. Keeping a well-stocked pantry and also keeping a well-stocked closet that really does kind of reduce the decision fatigue, I feel like, which we just talked about when our friend Tiffany from Eat at Home Cooks was on the show talking about decision fatigue with meal planning. I mean, it's really the same thing when you're opening up your closet every morning, like, okay, what do I wear today? I'm all about the simple solutions. And I call myself an accidental minimalist. (laughs) I didn't really set out (laughs) to be one, but I realized most of us only wear 20% of what's in our closet. So my goal is absolutely love that 20% and be able to pair it up in as many ways as possible. And you know, that's really what building a capsule wardrobe is all about. Totally. That makes so much sense. Okay. So for the beginner to this idea of this is how I can put together a closet that works for me, what do you think some of the biggest like obstacles or struggles are that people come up against? You know, I think that the biggest struggle that I've seen with the women that have done the program and have built their capsules is just knowing what you have and getting into your closet and cleaning it out. And it's really an emotional process. And I think it's the place that we all need to start, though. We have to know what we have and know where we stand. And a lot of us hold on to things for so many different reasons, like maybe it's something you fit into 10 years ago or There's so many emotions that we have attached to our clothing, but that holds us back because there's so much clutter in our closets. We don't even know what we have to be able to put outfits together with it. So I really think the starting point with building a capsule is just knowing what you have and where you're at. And that starts with getting everything out of your closet, taking a few hours and going through it and deciding, you know, what's out of style, what doesn't fit me anymore. What do I need to replace? You know, a lot of times we have pieces that we've worn for years and years and we still love them, but maybe it's time to upgrade that item or it's time to replace it. And just starting with 
cleaning out the closet and putting only (laughs) the things that you're actually wearing and loving back in, it's a scary process. I'm not going to lie. The first time I did it, I thought, oh my gosh, I have no clothes. I have nothing to wear. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) The fact is I had nothing to wear to begin with. It wasn't just taking everything out of there didn't change anything. Mm -hmm. It just showed me what I actually do wear. That is so true. It is a very scary process, but... Once you get past that and just being like, okay, this is the reality of what I have to work with right now, that I think is such a great place to start. And you know, you mentioned something about like clothes that you've outgrown or you keep hanging on to because you're like, oh, this was so cute. Maybe I'll be able to wear it again. That reminds me that one thing that I love that you do in your approach to wardrobe styling for like for the style challenges, and then you do this on your blog, is doing a style your size where you take one concept for an outfit and you show what it looks like in sizes like from two to 24, which I've talked about a number of times on the show that I regularly wear like a 14, 16 size. And sometimes I'll I'll think, oh my gosh, that's such a cute top or that's such a cute style, but it doesn't, I'm like, would that really look great in my size? And so I love that you've taken this style your size concept and have made it work. So the style your size concept and idea, is that something that you created maybe based on feedback from the community or just like, did you realize this is something that I'm not seeing other people who are doing wardrobe styling really emphasize? I would love to hear kind of what inspired you to take that outfit idea and expand it. Like, this is what it actually looks like in reality for a variety of different bodies. Sure. You know, style your size actually came from the community. All of the good ideas that get your pretty on, I totally cannot (laughs) take (laughs) any type of credit for. So our community of style challengers are the actual models for the style your size post. And the biggest objection that we get is I love this outfit, but it's not going to work for Mm. me. Or, you know, this isn't going to work for my size, or I can't wear white jeans, or I can't wear this. And I think that One of the most personally satisfying, exciting things for me to see in the style challenge groups is when women come out of their comfort zones and say, okay, I'm going to go all in. I'm trying this. And we have veterans in there who have tried it and say, this will work for you. And this is how I make it work for me. And it's a beautiful thing to see that we can take these outfit formulas and we can truly make them work for everybody and every budget. And that's really What our goal is, is to make personal style accessible to everyone. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. I think it's so great and so inclusive and really so inspiring too, because I know for myself, I can get into my own mental rut of being like, well, white jeans is a great example of just being like, oh, I used to be able to wear those, but now I would never even try on a pair. So when I see other women who have a similar body type, a similar size, really rocking it, I'm like, I could actually do that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) White jeans are very flattering and there's truly a pair out there for everyone. Love it. So fun. All right. Okay. We have been teasing this idea, but let's go ahead and dig in and talk about our fall winter clothing. Because again, for lots of us, this is what's coming up as we're thinking about, okay, maybe I do want to do a big closet clean out. And then what would I actually like put together even just to get me into the cold weather that's coming. So as we think about fall and winter, What are some of the basics that you recommend for people to start with? Okay, so I got to start off by saying fall dressing is my absolute favorite. (laughs) Isn't it so fun? I love it. It's my favorite too. Yes, living in a hot climate, it's like we dream of the day we can wear layers again, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. We joke because when it drops down to 78 degrees in Texas, girls are wearing their Ugg boots (laughs) and 
getting their pumpkin spice latte is kind of crazy. <laughs> yes, it's so true. But I do, I have a list of fall closet staples that I want to share with you today. And these are the pieces that I just go back to over and over again every fall. I store my clothes by season. I try to only keep one season at a time in my closet so that I really can see what I have. And it makes the capsule wardrobe concept a yeah. lot easier. And when I pull out my fall clothes again, these are the pieces that just put a smile on my face because I can't wait to wear them. But the first closet staple that I recommend every woman have for fall is a great fitting pair of dark wash jeans because they are so universally flattering. I'm not so much concerned about the cut of jeans. I know that skinny jeans have been having a moment the past few years. Boyfriend jeans are really cute and can be styled in a lot of different ways. Flares are coming back on the scene. Uh So any of those will work for you. But what you want to do is look for a pair that have a little bit of stretch in them. I think the biggest mistake I see women making with jeans or clothes in general is that they buy things that are too big for them. Interesting. Yeah. So if you're buying jeans that have a little bit of stretch in them, then they're going to kind of Hold things where they need to be. And they're really going to flatter your figure. Yeah, so great. Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm such a diehard with dresses and skirts, but I do have one pair and they are dark washed, one pair of dark washed jeans, because sometimes you just want to wear jeans and they are such a great investment to have to build for those cold weather days for sure. Yeah, definitely. And don't be afraid to invest in a really nice pair of jeans that fit you really well, because on a cost per wear basis, you're going to get your money's worth out of those. So. And the nice thing about dark wash jeans is you can dress them up or down. You can cuff them and wear them with a cute pair of flats to make them super casual or some slip on sneakers. Or if you want to dress them up for date night, put them on with a pair of heels and a cute blouse and some accessories. And they're just such a versatile piece for your closet. So great. So great. What else? Okay. So a printed blouse, pretty printed blouses that skim over your upper body. Fall florals are a huge trend. They're always on trend for fall, but I'm seeing even more of them this year than usual. So fall florals look for things with like a burgundy background, some jewel tones. Blush is really big for fall this year. Ooh, interesting. Uh, so if you don't have a fall floral blouse, you might want to pick one of those up or a fall floral skirt would be really pretty. Mm-hmm. On the staples side of things, I would also say a great pair of ankle boots. And if you're not sure what color to get. I always recommend taupe because taupe can be worn with brown, gray, or black. It's a nice neutral. It matches a lot of different things. And ankle boots can be worn with jeans and skirts and dresses and you name it. They're just super versatile. Love it. Yes. yes. I need. To, I do need a pair of ankle boots now that I'm thinking about it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. Now's the time. There are lots of great sales on them for fall. And yeah. along with footwear, I think um, comfortable flats are always a great fall staple. Leopard is back in a big way for fall. I absolutely love leopard. I say leopard is a neutral. You can mix a piece of leopard into practically any outfit. If you don't have a pair of leopard flats yet, you're going to want a pair. So go ahead and add that to the shopping list as well. So fun. And of course, a black and white striped top. <laughs> oh, good. To throw I'm wearing a one. Top in there, yes. <laughs> and you know what? Everyone can wear horizontal stripes. If you feel self-conscious in stripes and you're afraid it's going to make your upper half look wider, look for a thinner stripe. It will not have that effect, I promise you. If you're still feeling uncomfortable, you can layer it under a blazer, a utility jacket, a denim jacket, a cardigan, which by the way, all of those pieces are classic basics. Yes. Layering options. And that will create a visual line so that the stripe isn't going the whole way across your upper half. So layering your striped shirt is always a good idea. Totally, totally. Last year, I 
kind of, this was a little bit more of an investment piece for me, but I wear it so much. I'm so glad I got it. I got a chambray shirt from J. Crew. Oh my gosh. And I love it. I will wear it over t-shirts. Again, like I said, I wear dresses a lot. And so it helps me take my short sleeve dresses into the cooler weather. I wear that thing probably three times a week. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> you're totally psychic because that was the next piece on my list. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yay. I'm so excited. Yay. <laughs> yes. Chambray button downs are awesome. And you can even do denim on denim. Just make sure your washes are different. If you have a light chambray, then wear a dark wash denim. Otherwise, you're going to look like Justin Timberlake in the instant days. But <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> remember that whole denim on denim look? You did? Oh, I remember. I'm picturing it in my mind right now. It's not the look we want to do in 2018, I don't think. Uh, yes, but your point is so spot on. Chambray shirts can be used for layering pieces. You can put them over things, under things. They're just amazing. And they're a good year round closet staple, too. Definitely, definitely. And like I said, the J. Crew level was a little bit more investment for me. But I figured, you know what? I know. Listen, I've been wearing chambray shirts since I was in college. <laughs> this, so I knew I, it would be something that I wore a lot and I wanted to get something that I knew would hold up to lots of wear, which I knew I would put it through. So yeah, yeah. Yay, I'm so excited. I'm feeling very on point right now. You are on point. That's right, sure, your camera, you are so on point. And you brought up a really good point too about you upgraded a basic and you knew that if you invested in the J. Crew version of this, that you're going to get a lot of use out of it. And really, you can start pretty inexpensively with a trend or any piece in your closet and see how much you're going to wear it. And if it does end up being something that you wear on a regular basis, or it's going to be in style for years, then it's okay to invest in that higher quality piece after a while. Definitely. Definitely. So great. Is there anything when it comes to fall and winter clothing that you think, hey, girl, get you one of these because it might be something that we might overlook or not think about? Yeah. You know, We have a lot of trends this fall that are leaning more toward classic items, which makes my heart sing. Yeah, I'm a real classics kind of girl. But if you want to update your wardrobe with a few fun trends, then some things to be on the lookout for again are like the fall floral patterns and blouses and skirts and scarves. Definitely put taupe ankle boots on your list if you don't have a pair of those yet. Olive jeans are big. Really? Yes. And I see camo is back this fall too. I have a camo scarf that I like to wear once in a while. It's a lot of fun. Leopard against back in a big way and frayed and distressed denim. So if you haven't upgraded or added in a pair of jeans in a couple of years and you want to update your jeans collection, then definitely look for something with a little bit of fraying. If you're not comfortable with like a full on distressed jean look, then a frayed hem is a nice way to step into that trend. That makes so much sense. Utility jackets, which are almost classic, but those are, again, always big for fall. Menswear-inspired pieces are big for fall 2018. Uh, Think pieces like loafers, blazers, you know, notched collars on blouses, details on tops. I'm sure you've seen this in stores like balloon sleeves and ruffles and bell sleeves. Those are big trends for fall as well. So fun. Thank you for filling us in on those fall trends. I love that. I would love to know if you have advice for people who maybe are like, oh, I don't know. You know, I'm 41 and sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do like, this feels really trendy and I don't want to look like I'm trying too hard. You know what I mean? I and totally so do. Sometimes yeah. I feel a little bit weird about like doing something that's super trendy. So for people like me who are like, I don't know if I can pull this off or not? What advice do you have about taking something that is on trend for the season and making it feel like, oh, actually, I could do this? You know, another objection that I hear quite often is that, you know, I don't feel like this is age appropriate for me. And I really Mm -hmm. think that most trends can be age appropriate. I 
think anybody needs to be careful with trends. If you're wearing trends from head to toe, it's probably not a good idea. Okay. (laughs) You know, I like to take a lot of classic pieces and then maybe add in one trend per outfit. And I feel like that's a really comfortable way to step into it. False trends are really wearable. Sometimes I struggle with taking things from the runway and making them work for everyday life. But honestly, this fall has been a dream come true. I haven't been this excited about seasonal fashion in a really long time because of all of these classic pieces that are back in style, like blazers and loafers and all of these things that have been around forever, but they feel fresh again. So if a trend is scaring you, then go ahead and try it and, you know, see how you feel. And I always say a selfie never lies and take a picture of yourself in the mirror before you walk out the door every day, because that picture is not going to lie to you. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, will that's tell true. you if something's not working. It's very objective. So give it a try and try to step out of your comfort zone. And just, you know, I really always encourage women to try something that scares you a little bit and take a risk because it might just end up being your favorite piece in your closet. Such good advice. And now I'm getting all excited. You mentioned loafers. I'm like, I haven't had a good loafer in years. Maybe this is the year I pick up a pair of loafers. This is definitely your year. You're going to see so many pairs. It's going to actually overwhelm you. (laughs) So fun. That is great. Let's switch gears a little bit because I know that Get Your Pretty On is not your only business venture that you have going on right now. You have also another, maybe sort of like a branch of that. Allison and Aubrey, tell me a little bit about how this came into being and who you've partnered with to do this. Okay, so this is an accessories, mainly jewelry line that my daughter Aubrey and I started. Aubrey is 19 and she's a college sophomore. And the way that this all came to be is that, I mean, one of the biggest things we bond over is clothes and fashion and accessories and shopping. And she loves GYPO and loves what I do. And she's been involved in the past and us doing some mother-daughter collaborations. And we were sitting down this spring talking about accessories. And we just had this light bulb moment where we both said, oh my gosh, accessories are something that moms and daughters can easily borrow from each other. It's not like, oh, totally. You know, it's not like clothing. And it's something that, you know, we can really bond about together. And that's really how the idea for this was born. Their accessories are so universal. They cross over so many demographics. And we just both got really excited about this idea. And that's how we got it started. I love that. I love that you all are doing it as a venture together. And that it came from a place of like your relationship. And then like, what can we do with this to bring just some more beauty to the world? I love what you guys are doing with that. In fact, One of my favorite pairs of earrings that I've been wearing for a couple of weeks now is from Allison and Aubrey. I'll have to put a picture on social media of those because they are super darling and so wearable. That's the other thing I love about what y'all are doing with the accessories is everything feels really makes the trends more approachable, really. First off, I'm excited to hear that you're loving them. (laughs) Yes. And yes, yes. I approach the accessories line the same way I do style and fashion. And I feel like Our accessories can really be outfit makers. If we have the basics in place, then just adding in some fun accessories, you know, a fun pair of earrings. It doesn't have to be something super fancy. At the heart of it, I am a t-shirt and jeans girl 95% of the time. And being able to throw on some accessories and make my outfit feel special is sometimes all it takes for me to feel put together. And that's what I really wanted to make, you know, that as easy as possible for other moms and daughters. And Aubrey's the same way. She and I are both minimalists when it comes to accessories. So we like things that are going to make a big impact when we wear them. So that's really what we've tried to focus on with this line. That makes so much sense. And it's so true. I really do think that if even if you're having kind of like a blah day, or maybe 
you're in the stage of like, you have little ones, you've been up at night with either a sick kid or a baby or whatever, and you're just kind of not feeling like your usual self. I genuinely believe if you just take that extra minute to throw on a cute bracelet and some fun statement earrings or just something that adds a little extra polish to what you're already wearing, it really can make you feel like, you know what, I kind of do feel like a little bit more like myself right now. Exactly. It's like the lip gloss. Um, (laughs) It's like wearing lip gloss with your makeup. The accessories are just kind of like that. Yeah. That little extra touch. So I'm super curious. She's off at college. What does that mean for your business? Are you guys still collaborating? I mean, of course, there's so many ways to communicate about things, even when you're doing something, you know, with some distance between you. But I'm wondering if she, you know, with her course load and all that, is she still active in it? What's that going to look like for you guys? I think that's the beauty of an online business is that it doesn't matter where she is. We can still, you know, collaborate and continue doing most of the functions that we were doing before, you know, working through design on different pieces and choosing new pieces for our fall collection. And it's a way for us to stay close to now that she's gone, but she's moved more into a marketing and social media role with the business instead of doing things before, like she was doing order fulfillment and inventory and customer support. So I think she's pretty happy about her new role, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Yeah. And that seems like the perfect fit too. I mean, who better to have running your social media really than somebody who's in college and like knows what all the social media stuff for sure. Yes. It's been great for her too, from, you know, an entrepreneurial perspective and seeing everything that goes on in the back end of the business. And it's been so refreshing and fun to be able to share that with one of someone within my family that really now gets everything that goes on kind of behind the scenes. Totally. I love that. I love that. And especially just as a mom with daughters, like you said, there's something that is really empowering, I think, about not saying, oh, you're too young to do this or, well, maybe when you're older or, you know, whatever the thing is, or like, this is my thing. Our kids, our sons and daughters are watching what we do and learning from what we do. And I love that you guys took that concept and like really build it into something concrete that you share together, but also that is teaching her along the way, some of this stuff. Absolutely. And, you know, I think it's really helped her to get clearer about what type of career she wants and heading into college. She wasn't really sure coming out of high school. And then, you know, we spent six months doing this together and now she just has such a better understanding of what goes on and she's excited about it. Well, I have to say, I think it's very, very awesome what you guys are doing. Thank you. (laughs) Something else that I think is very awesome is that you did not come to sort of awesome empty handed. You have a gift that you wanted to share and offer for the awesomes to help if we're, you know, those of us who might be like, I don't even know where to start with all of this. Allison, what do I do next? You have something (laughs) to share with us. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, I am super excited about this one. So I'm offering a free membership to our stay-at-home mom, casual capsule wardrobe basics builder. And if you're not a stay-at-home mom, that's fine. If you ever struggled with putting together casual outfits, then this is definitely going to give you the tools that you need. So it's a 20-piece capsule that you can create 20 different outfit combos from. So that's pretty crazy that you can take 20 pieces and create 20 outfits. And you're going to get your shopping list. You're going to get links to recommended items that my team and I have personally had experience with and are happy to recommend for you. You can take that shopping list into your closet first, check off what you have, and then take it into the store and get the pieces that you need. And then you're going to get 20 different outfit combos that work for your daily life. So it's a great capsule for somebody getting started. If you're coming through maybe a transition phase of life and you're wanting to rebuild your casual basics, this is a great resource for doing that. And you can sign up for it at getyourprettyon.com 
slash sort of awesome. Perfect. And of course, we will put a link in the show notes for you all to be able to find that. And I love that. I think that's so true that even if you're a single woman, you're in the working world, it's sometimes it's almost easier if you're in the working world because there is like the sort of whatever your uniform is for your office place or for wherever you work. But then like knowing what to do on the weekends, you know, or like when you go on vacation, it can be a little bit more tricky. It can. It can really be a struggle. Yes, I completely agree. I think I struggled way more with casual clothing when I was working than I did with office attire. Totally. So again, we will have links for that casual wardrobe basics builder from Get Your Pretty On. Thank you, Allison, so much for bringing that. That's truly awesome. And I think it's going to be so helpful for so many of our awesome listeners too. I'm super excited to share it with you. All right. So for anybody who wants to check out more of what Allison has going on with Get Your Pretty On with her style challenges, which again, if you are all fired up and motivated to make this the fall where you are like, I look good, girls, when you walk out of the house and you want to find more from Allison, Allison, tell us where we can find you all around the web. Yes, you can find me on Facebook and Pinterest at Get Your Pretty On and Allison Adobri. And you can find us on Instagram at underscore get your pretty on. Okay. Again, as you know, we will put links into our show notes for so you guys can easily find Allison and all that she has going on. Just as a reminder, you can find me on social media at Sorta Awesome Meg. You can find the show anytime on Twitter at Sorta Awesome Pod. And we're over on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sorta Awesome. Awesome. Happy shopping. Happy fall dreaming. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Allison, thank you so much for your time and thanks for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. This has been a blast. So fun. All right. Thanks, Awesomes. And we'll see y'all next time. Sorta Awesome was created and is hosted by me, Meg Teets. Sarah Robertson is our assistant producer and production collaboration comes from Kelly Gordon and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly Gordon is our digital media producer and we are so thankful for the ongoing support from our listener supporters. Music is provided by the band Prager. You can find more of Prager's music at pragermusic.com. To find show notes on this and every episode of Sorta Awesome and also to spread the Sorta Awesome love to all of your friends, you can head on over to sortaawesomeshow.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.